You can tell me if our idea on how to handle the quarterback situation this week is a good idea or kind of a crazy one. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Florida State week. I know we've been talking so much about Miami's problems. Uh, We haven't focused that much on what's coming for us in Tallahassee this week, but we still have a lot more episodes to come. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much to the everydayers for making Locked on Canes your first listen. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College. All one word, Locked On College, for twenty dollars off your first purchase. And it's a Truth Teller Tuesday. All right. We actually we we even tried to, you know, try to figure out a way to bring Truth Teller Tuesday maybe on a Monday, but you know, we, we decided to stick with our guns on Truth Teller Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Bruce Warner, tell me um, what you think about my plan at quarterback this week, okay? Because I've already ruled out the idea. I've ruled, I don't know if Mario has, but I've ruled out the idea of starting Tyler Van Dyke again. I think you you have to turn the page. Um, He has completely lost his confidence and he's become too much of a liability. It's not fair to that defense when they're playing their butts off and the quarterback is turning it over three, four times a game. You can't go back to Van Dyke. So I would like to see Emery Williams start the game and manage the game. But I would like to see a quarterback collaboration this week, Bruce. I'd like to see Emery Williams as the primary quarterback, but I'd also like to use Jakari Brown the way that North Carolina State used Brennan Armstrong last week. Give Florida State more to think about. Give Florida State more to adapt to on the field. Use Jakari Brown and some short yardage, wildcat, red zone stuff, and throw the kitchen sink at those guys. What do you think? You're asking me what I think on a 30-minute show when Mario hasn't done a damn thing to, to correct it in the last four weeks. That, I like their idea. I would do that. They started against Clemson, the kid. They obviously restricted him, which was fine. It, it, it worked out okay. He didn't make a lot of big mistakes. So I agree with you. I would start Emory Williams, and, and next week there's Louisville, which is a home game, and then he has to go to Boston College. I kind of think that unless he gets hurt, Van Dyke is probably done. If Mario starts Van Dyke, he's going to have the shortest leash of all time, I think. One mistake and it's goodbye. So, But I don't know if he's going to name anybody until the end of the week because I just don't want him – I don't think he wants to tip off Florida State. Not that it might matter. It might not matter. We we still may get obliterated. Um, (laughs) There's also a possibility that those two receivers for FSU might not play again. Right. We don't know that, but that's swirling around. Um, I, I think that it's more than just who's a quarterback. The play calling has been abysmal. Yes. And I saw the show with Bluestein, and, you know, the, he said there's four plays. Yeah, they're running up the gut. They're not getting the ball to the outside at all. Those little, those, those little screens that he throws, they get blown up. Um and, and to me, I don't know what's missing, but I know that we've talked about the tight ends. The lack of a tight end can actually catch the damn ball yeah. is killing us. 
and unfortunately, yeah, and yeah, and exactly. The the more and more we actually see the tight end production, it makes me understand like maybe that's not so much on coaching. That's more on those guys. And I I think Riley Williams is going to be great. He's just he's showing you the true freshman stuff. Like right, I, I think he's freshman. gonna he's going to be a great player at some point. I I just think for him, it's like on the job training. You know, um, well, of so, course, yeah. for all these guys, it is. Some of them yeah. are better than others, like right. Bain. But yeah. Yeah. the other thing would be uh, is that, um, you know, Van Dyke's making these mistakes. I don't think these kids, this kid is going to throw into double and triple coverage. I, I noticed that Restrepo was hardly targeted last week. Yeah. So, what's the twice, ex- I think. Yeah. Well, what's the excuse? Yeah. Because he wasn't locking in on him. So, he still didn't play well without locking in on his roommate. Yeah. So he has to have some sort of psychological issues that he's just not in the right frame of mind. Yeah. And he's panicking and he's he's not even stepping into his throws. All the things that happened bad last year, but this year he's got protection. They got to help him out though. But I don't think he's going to start. I think they're going to have to do what they did against Clemson and hope to keep the game close. Yeah. That's the only way I can see it. And then he's going to this time around. Look, Jordan Travis is really good. Is he a pro? I don't know. I'm not a scout, but he's really good. And he makes something out of nothing, which none of our quarterbacks can do, except maybe Ja'Cory Brown. But he's not a pure passer. He's not a passer. So, you know what would be a fun thing to see? Put Ja'Cory in on a third and short and play action and let him throw deep. I would bet that the safeties on Florida State come up. They bite on the play fake to stop the run because they're very aggressive. You're going to have to do a lot of things, misdirection, make them go one way and go the other way. That's that they're like Miami used to be overly aggressive on defense and take advantage of that Um, and shorten the game by running the ball. I think everybody's healthy now. I think Allen's healthy. Parrish, obviously Fletcher. I'd still put Chris Johnson in the game. That's just yeah. as a change of pace, which they haven't. I said that last week. They didn't do it. Well, and the other but, thing is, like, like Chris Johnson, you can, if you're worried about him as a pass blocker at the running back position, you can line him up in the slot. You can line him up out wide. He played a lot of receiver in high school. So he and Brashard Smith both, and I know Brashard was, uh, you know, he was frustrated about only getting one touch in the game, and it was on a kick return. Right. He and Chris Johnson, they need to get both of those guys involved this week, right? Because they have speed. Yeah. And I love Fletcher, but he's not fast. Uh, you know, you made the comment yeah. last week that Allen, had, when he had three jumped over the guy, could have gone 80 yards, but he couldn't because he got tackled uh, uh, around the one-yard line when yeah. he fell into the end. So that would not have been an 80-yard run. Okay. But still, but he's still he's 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 a wiggler. He could he could you know get out of tackles. He's tough. Um, I don't know. I'm not an offensive coordinator either, but I know that Florida State's going to jam that line of scrimmage, try to take away our running game, and make us throw the ball. I would yeah. do that if I was them. And that's exactly what they're going to do, Bruce. Because on paper, Florida State has an average rushing defense. They're 57th in the country against the run. So I know a Miami fan looks at that and says, okay, well, we got this great offensive line, really good running back group. So we should be able to run on these guys. The problem is since we can't throw, they're going to stack the box, right? So they're, they're going to, so if Miami can't throw the football, don't expect us to run for 150 yards just because, because they're going to be stacking the box and we have to complete some passes downfield to open up the running game. Yep, that's right. and I, I agree with that. They've got to take shots down the field 
and at least get these safeties to stay back, and then yeah. you can throw underneath, do something. But not having a, a talent like Arroyo at full strength hurts this team badly because that's a weapon that you, he's only going to have one guy covering him. That's you know that, that's an advantage, but it's not an advantage when he's limping around. Yeah. And obviously, uh, Riley Williams is just struggling to catch the ball, you know. But it's not an easy task to go up there. They're, they're the top four team in the nation. They have talent. They have senior leadership. They're damn good. And meanwhile, Miami's struggling like crazy. And that's the part that, that scares me the most. Yeah. We have a lot of talent. Yeah. You would have thought that the quarterback would be the position that we could rely on, but it's not the case. So you got to do something. Fortunately, Emory Williams has played four times, uh, so he has his feet wet. And I don't. I would start him, and I would let not let Van Dyke play. Just go with him and Jacoby yeah. Brown, unless somebody gets hurt. Yeah, and listen, and, and they don't seem obviously the next snap that Emory takes, it's going to burn his red shirt. They don't seem overly concerned about doing that. I think he's willing to burn the red shirt. And, and let's also remember next year. Um, they might bring in a veteran starter from the transfer portal, and they could still redshirt Emory Williams next year the way that they are redshirting Jakari Brown in his second year. And as far as Jakari goes, I know he wanted to redshirt this year. Mm -hmm. Guess what? He could play in all the rest of your games and not burn yeah. that. Like He's already secured the redshirt for this year. You got three more regular season games left, a bowl game. He can play in all of those without yeah, burning the shirt. Okay. I, I, I disagree with um, bringing – I mean, bringing somebody from the portal, I agree with that. Yeah. But you got a kid who we saw against Clemson who handled himself very well. Yeah. And I would let him play these last three games and the ball game. The shirt is burned. And what did they play, Florida next year in the first game? Yeah. You kind of have to think ahead. You just yep. can't look at where you're at now. True. So if they're going to start him next year, which my gut tells me he's going to be the starter, let him play. Okay. Let him play. If you bring in a portal guy who beats him out, so be it. Yeah. But I don't know if I'd redshirt that kid anymore. I have to sit out an entire year. He could lose whatever edge he's got because he's playing. Yeah, that's he's a good, good. point. So I, I wouldn't do that. I would let him play now. And, and you know, and I, I'm pretty sure that – I think I'm positive that Van Dyke's not, not getting drafted. I think I'm positive. Yeah. <laughs> So I think that's probably a safe assumption right now. Yeah, he <laughs> he's not going to Bama because the Milro kid is doing okay now. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I think he may be SMU, but it's not yeah. my problem. You know, it's just how the hell did he get this bad? Is beyond me. Right, so when we, the line, it's the best we've had in years. And, and he's he's got more time to throw than ever. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about what Mario Cristobal said and didn't say about the quarterback situation. And sometimes what you don't say is more telling than what you do say, folks. And Does it matter what he says? He's been saying a lot of things for the first nine games, and I don't know. I don't, I don't want to do your commercial, but I'm just saying I don't care what he says anymore. I want to see it. Well, that's why I say sometimes what you don't say in terms of coach speak is more valuable than what you do say. We'll talk about the injury situation heading into this week as well. We are only getting started here on a Truth Teller Tuesday. Bruce Warner is with us on this all-new episode of Locked on Canes. Guys, we are only getting started on FanDuel. I hope you're enjoying this football season. You can score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time than right now to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, 
player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today on a Truth Teller Tuesday. Guys, it's kind of almost Friday, right? We're getting closer to Friday. We got Locked on College Football. People get so mad when I say on a Tuesday it's almost Friday. We got Locked on College Football kickoff live this and every Friday, 11 a.m. to noon, right here on Locked on Canes YouTube and every Locked on YouTube channel. Me, Kenton Gibbs, and Drake Toll take you through all the big games, all the big storylines, game picks, reactions. Been talking a lot about the Michigan sign-stealing stuff the last couple of weeks. Make sure you tune in to Locked On College Football Kickoff Live. All right, so Bruce, um, in in hearing what uh, Mario Cristobal said yesterday, uh, he was asked about the quarterback situation. He says, I appreciate the question, and I would respectfully say this. Just from a game-planning standpoint and a team dynamic standpoint, I wouldn't use this forum to discuss a personnel move, especially at that position, because it affects so many different things. What I would always say is that we're always competing at every position. That that to me is a key. We're always competing at every position. We're always assessing, and we always make the decisions that give us the best chance to win. So again, respectfully, we kind of keep up everything regarding you know personnel moves in-house, he said. Now, I get that he doesn't want to come out and name a quarterback starter, but Bruce, in weeks past, he has done that. He has had no problems in weeks past saying, even when he's not sometimes, like the Clemson game, Van Dyke is good to go. He's good to play. This time, he's leaving it open-ended. I think that gives me a strong clue that at least they're considering going in another direction this week. Yeah, and I'll try to find out who's been taking the first-team snaps, which is also an indication because I said going into the Clemson game, that it was Emory Williams. So right. I, I knew that he was going to start. Yeah. Now, I, I'll find out, but or unless you find out. But. Well, th- th- there's already been rumors about that. And the thing is, I'm, I'm always pretty careful with that stuff because these practices are closed. So yeah. it's not like people are, are, you know, unless you're like sneaking up to the top floor of the parking garage and there is security up there to kick your ass out if you sneak up or, there. But, or you know somebody. Or you know somebody, right? You know, yeah. which I, th- I think is Bruce's case. Uh, that there, there have there have been some rumors. I, I've even seen some rumors that uh, you know that number eleven is getting some first team work this week. But you don't you don't you don't really know, Bruce, because yeah, right I, I also I also remember you know hearing a rumor a couple weeks ago of somebody claiming uh, you know Van Dyke wasn't ready to go against Virginia and he did play that game. So yeah. I you know I, I don't I don't trust this stuff until you actually get to that those warm ups before the game yeah. starts. Uh, uh, yeah, so um, it's. I'm not sure it matters, but it matters to me in terms of, as I said before, the future. I want to see this kid play now. He's played. He didn't get rattled against the defense like that. He played pretty well. He played within his his own skill level, and they and they spoon fed him. And because the running game was so good in the fourth quarter, we stayed in the game, we tied the game, and we won the game. I don't think that's going to happen against Florida State, but to me, the experience of it. It's going to make a big difference for him going forward. Just like the experiences, we've been down, what, three three times, 10 points or more. We won all three games. Right. So it's not – It's so this is an experience for him to grow up in a horrible environment up there. Let him learn. Van Dyke, that's enough already with him. Um, does he have more experience? Yes. Is he screwing up? Yes. I take him out of there. Let the kid play. Let him know he's the starter. Let Shakuri play on some, especially on the goal line stuff, especially on the goal line stuff. But um, I'm, I'm somewhat excited about this. I'm, I'm not excited that we're going to win. I don't think so. You guys can call me Mr. Negative all you want. 
I've been <laughs> negative here and there in the last eight or nine months. But am I wrong? I had reasons to have concerns yeah, for this right. team. Um, but I'm excited to see this kid play. Then I'm excited for the Louisville game because I'm bringing Caesar back. We're going to the yes. – Gito's getting honored. You know, I'm going to be with all those guys in the, in the former players. So I'll get to talk to them and get some more insight. But um, – and then there's, then there's the issue of are we losing recruits because of this? Right. You know, and, and Mario made some big-time decisions about what's going on here. And then there's, we could talk about this whenever. Yeah. There's going to be kids that leave this, leave this team. And, and you can't, you don't want to lose good guys. No, no. Yeah. And, and you, you need to be, you need to be competitive this weekend because the, you know, Florida state, they're doing it up big in their recruiting section. The game's in Tallahassee, of course, mm -hmm. they're going to have more than a hundred recruits there, Bruce. And a, a lot of these guys are, are committed to other schools. So they, they've got, they've got a ton of recruits. Obviously Miami does the same thing when Florida state comes to town every other year, but you don't want to go up there and get humiliated. Like you want to go. I mean, obviously, I'd I'd love to see Miami win the game, but play competitive. Right. Hopefully, this rivalry game lives up to the billing. Here's what we're looking at uh, with injuries this week, according to Mario Cristobal. Now, you know, Miami saw both of their starting cornerbacks get banged up last week. Uh, the one for Daryl Porter looked worse. Uh, Mario said Jaden Davis is doing fine. He's perfect. Daryl Porter was a little bit off on Saturday, but we feel very optimistic about him. He looked pretty good today. Obviously, you'd love to see both of those guys play yeah. if possible. Um, he, he says on the injury status of, of some other guys, Ray Ray Joseph, he says, looked really good today. Uh, yesterday, that is, we expect him to be a full go. Okay, so Ray Ray, hopefully. And hopefully, that's another guy, Bruce. We want them to use Ray Ray more. He says A.J. Allen looks good today. Expect him to be a full go. And I believe Elijah Arroyo, we will see him later today, Monday. We feel optimistic he'll be full go as well. So uh, really the only one that it sounds pretty iffy for is Daryl Porter. The others sound, sound yeah, like that. looked pretty bad. It did, yeah. It looked pretty bad. I don't know how you can come back from that. But And there's also rumors of the Florida State receivers being injured and might not play. I think they'll both yeah. play. I just do. Yeah. Uh, but we have nothing to lose this week. Let it go. Let the defense. I blitz off the corner. Do whatever you can. Yeah. I don't think we're going to be out there flat. I think we're going to play hard. And if we could move the ball, eat up the clock, even don't turn the ball over, which is what they did against Clemson. We have a shot. Keep it closer. Don't lose forty-five to three or whatever the score was last okay. year. Don't do that. But you know we have to be able to control the clock, especially against them. You turn the ball over. They'll score in a minute. Um, I think somewhat the pressure's off Miami a little bit now. They're a big underdog, and the defense has played really well. Just keep ratcheting it up. And anybody get hurt on the defense last week? Well, just the corners. Um, just I don't. Corners, right. I don't. Rem I don't remember. I don't remember anybody else getting hurt last week outside of the corners. Just, yeah. just, just keep those D linemen fresh. And you know, do what you got to do. But I, I would not. I, I think I'm expecting to see. James Williams stay back a little bit and not be in that box because they can right. burn his ass in two yeah. seconds. I think the safety's got to stay back. Kind of do what other teams do to us. Keep the safeties back. Yeah. Florida State underneath and don't get beat deep. That'll keep that'll shorten the game. You know, because yeah. they could score in a second. They're that good. When we come back, got to throw a shout out to the Hoops team, number 13. They should be ranked higher. They started their season with a win last night, which is always nice to see. And uh, I want to talk. <laughs> NJIT, New Jersey Institute. That, that, that's up in your neck of the woods. You're a Jersey guy. Were you an NJIT fan growing up? 
Um, no. <laughs> I wasn't even a Rutgers fan. I like seeing them all because that was, yeah. I used to go to all oh, their okay. games. Okay. We'll talk a little bit about that, and uh, I, I do want to talk a little bit more about the the coaching on the football team to this point, and and some things that need tweaking. So you know what you want to do, man. We got the truth teller with us on a truth teller Tuesday. You want to keep it locked right here to locked on Canes, my friends. Buying last minute tickets to sporting events should not be a stressful experience. In fact, I look forward to it because I wake up the morning of an event or the day before an event, and I know I'm going to get the best possible deals at game time. The game time app is a game changer, guys. Whether you're looking for sporting event tickets, concert tickets, comedy show tickets, musical theater. My, my wife used game time to see some show a couple of weeks ago. I, she let me off the hook. I didn't go. I stayed home and watched my kid. But I'm telling you guys, game time is the way to go. You shouldn't have to worry about buying tickets to the next big event. It's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of a, an event in your area. And on the game time app, you can see views from the seats all over the venue, exactly what you'll be looking at in terms of the field, the court, the stage, and the game time guarantee. That means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So download the game time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked on college, all one word, locked on college. You get $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. Guys, if you want to take your everyday or experience to the next level, sign up for Locked on Canes Insiders. We give you guys text messages directly from my phone to yours, breaking news, recruiting scoops, Injury updates, one-on-one -on -one question and answers with me. We will do some Q&A episodes a little bit later on this week, so be ready for those. Uh, check it out. I include the link in the show description below to sign up for Locked on Canes Insiders. Try it free for 14 days. Then if you like it, you can opt in for $4.99 a month. We give you a lot of added value on there. Uh, so, you know, Bruce, we, we've been talking a lot this week, not only you and I today, but the last couple days about Shannon Dawson and needing more creativity. Um I'm I'm not rats off a ship on Dawson just yet because I do understand as a play caller, you get handcuffed and hamstrung when your quarterback is struggling this much. So like my evaluation on Dawson is still a work in progress, right? I mean, things look so good before the ACC schedule started. Things have looked so bad since then. A lot of people wonder if Mario is micromanaging the game planning and play calling. I just think for me, I, I need to see some different looks at quarterback before I completely, you know, before I completely condemn the job that Dawson is doing. Do you I, agree or or should we be maybe more critical of Dawson? I agree. I don't know if he's hamstrung or not by Mario. I, I haven't spoken to anybody about that. If they would even know the answer to that. No, probably nobody knows. Yeah. Right. I mean, maybe Alonzo probably knows and I'll see him next week, but it's not going to answer it for me right now. Um, <laughs> I, I, look, I think that the DVD, Tyler Van Dyke's play has just been so bad. I don't know if you brought in, I don't care who you bring in to be the offensive coordinator. It's going to be a problem. He, you know, and, and forgetting about throwing interceptions, his checkdowns just started last week. You saw it. He did it a few times, but he should have been doing that for the last couple of years. Yeah. He's not really polished. I don't know what happened to him. So I think he's obviously the big problem, and it filters down, and Dawson can get the blame. I understand that. Um, but 
I just want to bring up one other thing, if I if if I can divert from this. You know, we've talked sure. about what players I'm going to bring on this show, former players. I think it might be fun, and I'm not even saying to this to you off the air. Yeah. But I, if, we, if these guys want to see certain former players, just put it in your comments. It's a good I idea. I, I like the idea. I didn't know if yeah. you would like it. But just tell me who you want me to bring on. And if I get a majority or asking for the same person, I'll do it. I'll get them. I like that. You know, so let's do it that way. Instead of us surprising them, if you want people on the show that you want me to bring on as a guest, just let me know and I'll see what I can do. Let's I do it. Yeah. I and, and that, anyhow, but yeah. And, and, and that's a great idea. So leave, if you're watching us on YouTube, leave us a YouTube comment. What former Miami player you'd like to see on the show? Cause Bruce knows pretty much everybody. Uh, and if you're, if you're not watching on YouTube, you can leave me a comment on X, formerly Twitter at locked on canes. And if you follow the show at locked on canes, we will follow you back. Let us know which former player you would like to see on the show. Um, and, and so as far, as far as Mario goes, Bruce, um, I will if if he if he starts Van Dyke again and we see the same type of performance, I'm going to be pretty critical of that. Like again, like if if you do start Emery and Emery struggles, I'm not going to bash Mario for that because that's what I've wanted this week. So I I will for if, if Emery starts and struggles against Florida State, I'm not that's not on Mario to me. That's him doing what he had to do. But if he starts Van Dyke this week and you get another three interception game and the quarterback is shooting you in the foot. That to me is on Mario. Yeah, I agree with that. Watch, watch Van Dyke start and, and, and tear up Florida State, throw for four touchdowns. But that's and, not and if that and if that happens, I'm going to say, you know what, I was wrong. Yeah, we right? were all wrong. We were yeah. all wrong. But you know yeah. what? I don't think that's going to. I agree. I as I said before, these last three games and the ball game for Emory Williams is a foundation for him to build upon, yeah. and they can work with him on his strengths and weaknesses in the offseason to get ready for next year because we need. To have this position locked in once the season is over, getting ready for next year. And I think psychologically for this kid, even if he gets destroyed on, on Saturday, it doesn't matter. It's a learning experience that he, he needs to have. He's already gotten his feet wet against Clemson, and look what happened. So I, I agree. I think that would be the smart thing. I expect us to play hard. Don't know if we're going to win. Um, but I would like to see some other plays other than the runs up the middle and the off tackles and up the middle. Man, that's just Florida State's going to just jam that line of scrimmage. We've yeah. got to get the ball outside somehow or other. Yep, no doubt. All right, congratulations, by the way, to Jim Laranega and Miami Hoops. I mean, it, honestly, I think this team being ranked 13th, I think, is disrespect. They should be in the top 10 at the very least because they've got to stay there. Let them stay there. Fair enough. Fair let enough. Them let, let them people let them sneak up on people. I'm just saying it's a basketball school right now, Bruce. So I want yeah, I want I, if the football team is not earning respect, I think the basketball team should be getting re the respect that they deserve. Uh, they scored. Yeah, you know, I know it's NJIT. I get it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you always open the season against weaker competition. Uh, Miami scored 101 points, 101 to 60 that they won the game. That was the most points by a Miami team since 2007, 2008. When wow. they scored 104 points against Florida Southern, I think that was a season opener or close to it that year. And Norchad Omir scored a career-high 21 points, 21 points, 10 rebounds, double-double. I think the Hoops team's going to be really good this year, Bruce. Maybe, maybe we should put together some uh, some watch parties, head down to some games this year, get get the people excited. Hey, you create it. I'll be there. You set it up. Love it. Show, man. I'm just, I'm just a guest. I'm a guest. Oh, by the way, one lady, I forgot her name. 
made a really great comment. She said that. Oh, was it Catherine on Facebook? Catherine, the Truth yeah. Teller Tuesdays, her favorite Locked On King. Yeah. So I appreciate that. I wrote her back. I responded. That was yeah. very nice. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Make sure you follow uh, Bruce uh, on Face. Are, are you on? You're not on Twitter, are you? No. No, I, I'm on. I'm on Facebook and. And I'm on Instagram, but I don't really ever oh. make, I don't ever post anything. Okay, I got to look for you on there. I'm, I'm on. Uh, you know, I, I don't. I, I don't have any posts. I'm just there. You know, I make okay. comments. Okay. You know, All right. Fair like enough. I watch Below Deck and I comment some of the pretty women, that kind of stuff. I, that that's <laughs> what Instagram is best for. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. All right, we, we will talk to everyone again next time. By the way, if you want to support the show, hit the thumbs up button. Hit the like button if you're watching us on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to our channel. If you listen to the audio version, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your pods. Make sure you subscribe. And we will talk to you again next time. We'll have Brian Smith on tomorrow's show. So we'll talk some Florida State. We'll talk some recruiting. We will talk to you guys on Wednesday on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.